0: Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound.
1: Well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside the sound. This is Michael.
0: And this is Ryan.
1: And we are very pleased today Did I special- say
0: Ren again there. Ren? Ren? It, was there like in leaning towards
1: I don't, <laughs> I don't know what keeps happening. What is yeah, what is this Ren thing you've got going on, man? Are we okay. gonna dive into it right this very moment? Or okay. No, we don't. Need to. <laughs> we have we are very pleased today to have a special guest with us. Would you be so get would you be so kind as to introduce yourself to our beautiful listeners?
2: Hello beautiful listeners. Hi, I'm Laura from Burning Witches. And I'm singing in that band. It's a classic uh, heavy metal band but new, but old school. So that's it.
1: Old school. Laura, Laura, Laura,
2: Laura, Laura. <laughs> oh. Heck yeah.
1: We're stoked to have you on. Thank you
2: so
1: much. Yeah. It's cool. Thanks
2: for having
0: me. Here we go. Bam, we're in. Yeah. Why don't we just jump right in here, Laura? Um, How would you describe your intro into music or how did it all start for you?
1: Mm.
2: Ooh, how did it all start? Um, I got into metal somewhere in my teens when I heard uh, "With a Temptation" on the radio because I'm from the Netherlands. You know, "With a Temptation" is uh, yeah one of the biggest Dutch acts, and uh, yeah, at that time there was still metal on the radio. It's not anymore these days here, but yeah, so I, I discovered the genre a bit. I went to the you know record shop and listened to more metal, and uh, I quickly got into yeah, some, some, uh, you know, American uh heavy metal like glam and stuff like that. So, um and yeah, all kinds of, all kinds of metal, you know, that's how it all started. And then I kind of wanted to play guitar, but I kind of figured you know, throughout the process, I was actually a better singer. And yeah, I I just focused on singing in the end. And now I'm burning witches. I mean, this is kind of the the fast forward over there. But uh, that's it.
0: (laughs) So did you always sing? Or did you just decide to uh, later on, you know, around the time when you were thinking about playing the guitar?
2: Yeah, I mean, I always sang for fun, uh, I think. I I mean, when I was small, I also was in a choir. uh, Like, I I must have been maybe eight years old or something. And I kind of enjoyed it. I was not very good at it either, to be honest. I mean, I'm not like a, a natural, but at some point I just decided I wanted to be good at it. Um, and, and, yeah, then, then I uh, took a lot of lessons, and I started to get into bands as a singer, and eventually I really, really um, wanted to do even like a conservatory, you know, so it was a long process, but um, I even did that in the end, and now I'm, uh, yeah, it, it just um, kind of happened, you know, I, I slowly developed into being more serious about it, and-
1: It seems like it was, uh, well, I don't know, from my impression here, um, it was like a process. There wasn't like a specific catalyst or event or thing that said, this is it. Or was there a moment? I'm just curious.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I'm not really sure, but like one of the things that really motivated me to get better, you know, is watching... The you know all these TV programs that were into these voice battles, you know, like the voice idols, whatever there was. Oh. Okay. And it kind of really motivated me. Yeah, it, it kind right. of motivated me to try my best, I guess. But of course, it's it's not metal what's there, but I really enjoyed all the good voices, you know. So I kind of combined it with my musical taste, I guess. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what great musicians do. Right. We find inspiration from all kinds of great places. Like that's the beautiful thing about music, you know, I mean, I heard Kirk Hammett say once that like when he would get stuck in a rut or whatever, like he'll go and he'll listen to jazz. Like he'll just, you know, he'll just move out of his zone and just find something different. Like that's cool to, to, I mean, the, those shows had a big impact for a reason, you know, taps into something. It's cool.
0: Mm -hmm. you talked about do you remember what the first Uh, glam or metal band was that you heard that really captured your imagination
2: yeah um (laughs) yeah that's a funny one actually yeah i'm not sure if this is you know if it's supposed to be glam but i think it's kind of close Actually, there are two shock rock bands. I mean, yeah, when I was 10 years old and I didn't really re- realize yet, <laughs> so I didn't really realize yet, that I was so much into metal, but I think one of the first that stood out to me, and that was because I could see it on TV was Alice Cooper. Uh, okay. uh, I just I just love the theatrical vibe around it too. And, yeah. and after that, so it's kind of actually more shock rock than glam, but, um, and after that, yeah, uh, Wasp. <laughs> So yeah, I just like the creepiness, I guess. Um, hmm. creepiness. yeah, it's a bit it's a bit darker, you know, than the usual glam. So I I think that's part of what it really gets to me in metal is that most of the time it's pretty dark and it really appeals to me or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think uh I feel the same way, Laura. There's something about metal. Yeah, it's a, a little bit darker and more aggressive music Mm -hmm. but like you said there's just something there that appeals to part of me and i'm not sure why
2: sometimes
0: (laughs) it just does right Mm -hmm. so you you mentioned the theatricality yeah of alice cooper and he's probably one of the the best examples of that did that element really inspire you as well
2: um yeah it does (laughs) and at the same time it doesn't i mean i i love the theatrical aspect but it's just not very practical i mean if you're on tour and you have to set up a whole stage every night you just need a really really big crew to be able to do that you know what i mean uh that's true yeah, so I mean it's it's just not practical, but I would love to do it sometime to do a bit more than actually we're doing at the moment. Uh, yeah, so uh, you know we're playing with the ID sometimes, and maybe in the future we'll definitely try something like that because I I watched for example um, a lot of performances at Grasspop I think 2017 or something and. Um, I'm not sure anymore if it was 17, but anyway, Alice Cooper was playing there. And to be honest, it's not my favorite music. There are just a few hits that I love, but, you know, his other songs don't really appeal to me, I guess, because it's not metal enough and a bit more rock. But I love that performance like the most from the whole festival because it's just so cool to watch and, you know, yeah. So I I really love that, uh, that stuff, yeah.
0: It sounds like you like your metal heavy. <laughs> you yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I mean, it does, it's... you don't want to settle for anything less than that.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's probably why I'm not really into glam that much, except for Wasp, for example, because it's a bit darker again. And um, yeah, so it's, I, I just love it when it's melodic and energetic and, um, if I listen to it and I get energy from it, that's good, you know? Yeah. Uh, and and then you have, like, I mean, there, of course there's a lot in between and it doesn't always have to be super heavy or, you know, yeah, it also depends on my mood. But in general, um, I, I want these drums to be metal also, you know, a little bit of this heavier, you know, it's it's also depends on the drum sound you know what i mean it's more uh, heavy yeah rock, i guess so yeah. yeah
0: it's different um what what are your thoughts on the drums do you do you have anything particular that i know you mentioned that it i guess it has to hit i mean it's something that we say a lot um how would you describe it
2: yeah i mean um it's just, I guess, more in the in the foreground. If you, yeah, I mean, I never really, really uh, <laughs> digged into why metal drums sound like metal drums, to be honest. But for example, if you hear it live, you can just feel the the, the thunder. You know what I mean? <laughs> Heavy metal thunder. So. The thunder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess, um, yeah, it's just. A little bit heavier and that I, I like that feeling. It gives me almost the same uh tension you get when you watch an action movie, for example. You know, it's kind of a tension in there that I just really like. Huh. Um <laughs> right. yeah, I don't really know how to describe it. I mean mm. I'm not a i am not i think you're doing a great you know I mean? job actually so. of
1: describing it. Yeah. You compare it to an action <laughs> movie. I think that's actually pretty clear in my head. Like there is yeah. a there is like an awesomeness level there's like an intensity level that's just different yeah exactly
2: and yeah. like
1: a, a real well done action movie ver- and a certain type of you, you talk about leaning toward the darker like the kind of like this certain type of metal that just hits harder you know there's a specific energy that, that comes from it yeah. it's not like anything else really
2: yeah yeah, and it could be also like, uh, maybe also, but also, like, okay, let's compare it more to movies. <laughs> For example, Indiana Jones, you know what I mean? Then it would be maybe power metal or something. It would be a bit more, uh, the, what, what is it? But well, what's that the, the theme song again, even? Maybe, yeah, Maybe I should make a, a metal cover Yeah exactly yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs>
1: yeah it was okay
2: exactly was good. Was good. So you kind Classic. of feel that You know it's exciting you know what I mean So this yeah. this is what I love about metal
1: <laughs> it, it, Isn't it interesting you, The movie genre things actually really uh, interesting To compare and contrast right. because there are Like there's levels of intensity In horror movies and action movies In comedies in everything there's always these different spectrums and metals yeah. like that too uh rock has their its spectrums you know all these different genres have all these subgenres, and the, it's, it's anyway there's there's really just so much to there's really something for everybody you know
2: yeah exactly yeah, yeah.
0: it's interesting laura that you brought that up because it's actually a topic that we have addressed recently mm-hmm. especially like when you I'll just use Master of Puppets as an example. Okay. Mm -hmm. It takes you on a ride, like it takes you. It tells a story. There's ups and downs, and that's one thing I love about metal is that ride that you go on with the songs. Usually,
2: oh, they're like roller coasters. (laughs) Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Do you not think about roller coasters? they're only fun if you take it in its entirety if you just took five seconds on a roller coaster it's not that fun it's like it's kind of disjointing you don't know what's going on i didn't grow up with a a, a deep sincere love of metal i can admit that i was definitely more a rock guy i was in classical music and i see like how dare you how i missed no, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you i see the light no i just i see um i took things out of context like at the time i i only heard little scraps of songs i heard some songs some hits right but i didn't fully grasp a lot uh it's the theatric thing that i missed that i didn't understand uh and I, I find it really interesting that that's kind of what drew you to it because that once i understood more about the taking in the whole picture of the art then it's like light bulb i was like oh my god this is actually really cool and i've come around man
2: i've come around uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but what is yeah. it about the what is it you think about the theatricism of it all like well, I don't know what it is. Like, what? Why is that such a draw for people? Like, how does that connect us so much to music? I don't. I don't know.
2: Um. Yeah, good question. Um. I mean, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, it's always, um, uh, you know, also a visual aspect to what you're doing as a musician, I guess. I mean, you can always recognize the kind of genre if you know, if you look at the clothes and stuff like that. Even you hmm, know, so you don't even have to be very focused on it, and it's already a thing you should worry about anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's, it's it's always, maybe it also has to do with your own imagination. It kind of brings you even more into the vibe of what's happening or something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's that it's just um, it's it's just I guess how human beings work. I don't really know. No, I really no. I think
1: you nailed it. I really do because like the way the way we use our imagination, it don't you feel like metal can kind of like it's this roller coaster thing. Like there's no other ride like it it takes uh-huh. you on a place that nothing else can can take you and in no other like in no other genre can you get the same kind of like mix of intensity and theatricism and musicality and melody and rhythm like it's just its own thing it's anyway i i'm i'm, I'm come come and see the light man i'm just i'm just really excited because i'm finally i'm getting to enjoy a lot of like bands that so many of my friends and some of my peers here like grew up listening to, you know. I'm going back and enjoying the Metallica, and I'm going back and I'm enjoying some other bands that, that I really haven't had a chance to enjoy uh because I don't know, I haven't had. I was kind of snooty, I think it was, dude. I was snooty.
0: You think, or <laughs> you was, absolutely? I was know a bit
1: condescending. You, I, you know, when I when you're trained a certain way on the like, piano, I don't know. I mean, I, I could blame it in all kinds of things, but I definitely was. I had my I had my priorities wrong. I, I think for sure. You know, it's funny you talk about taking music seriously earlier and how you reached a point when you just, you knew you're gonna take it, you're like, are you gonna take it up a notch? Um, for me, it was like, I had this seriousness and I looked at metal uh, in a different way. Like I didn't take it seriously, but it's because I didn't, I didn't really get, I didn't get a lot of what you're saying. <laughs> like the, the theatricism and, the, and this energy thing and the how it's these other cues too, that you mentioned too, like how um, you just take a look and you kind of know you know?
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Do <laughs> you see a metal I, band? I mean walking I wonder like
2: from I kind of wondering because I'm seeing by the way all the you know, the action movie uh, uh, dolls behind you. I think it's He-Man also that I'm seeing. So Yeah, He Man's up there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Everyone's up I'm there. I'm guessing
2: I'm guessing someone is totally into eighties metal because you know are eighties stuff.
0: Yeah, you, you, anyway. guessed or what? Yeah. you guessed correctly i correct. come around
2: these yeah.
0: i mean there's yeah, sure. stuff from the 90s and obviously the 70s and even before that that i love too but yeah the 80s a lot of awesome stuff came out in the 80s
2: <laughs> yeah
0: i
1: had that wrong too yeah for real
2: i was stuck okay. in the 90s for a long long
1: time how uh. dare you The grannies are great. There's nothing wrong with the nineties, but you can't only be in one decade. I think you got to really enjoy cross decade genres. I mean, how many of these awesome artists have put out these amazing, we were just going through like Ozzy's catalog through different years, through different years and stuff. And to see Mm. the inventiveness over these decades, it's kind of insane. (laughs) Like, like cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I, to be honest, I do love, um, yeah. All the decades i think have, have some really great stuff it's just different indeed you have to get into the mood or something but sure yeah i i have this thing by the way like i can change the mood for what i want to listen several times a day you know what i mean so yeah
0: yeah yeah we we do the same we thing. relate Lord <laughs> <laughs> uh tell us how you started your band
2: um okay well, um, I didn't start Burning Witches. You mean Burning Witches, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't in the band from the beginning. Uh, so I, it, I, I've always feel a bit awkward trying to explain something I didn't, <laughs> I didn't live through. But um, how, I about, Romana, how about uh, you talk
0: about how you ended up in Burning Yeah, Mountain. your connection. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, actually, so uh, one of the the band members already knew me. So when they needed a new singer, they contacted me because um, you know they were looking for someone that really loved this old school metal. Uh, understood? Yeah. Okay. Of course. The uh, a little bit of the the clothes, you know, <laughs> that was a thing because they all make their own. They all customize their own clothes. Very related. Um, yeah, So, and I already did that, and, and seriously, for the first gig, I just could grab an old costume from, that I used for one of my other bands because, actually, I think, you know, thinking back on the, the kind of costumes I came up with, I th- think I took, for example, also some inspiration from Wasp with the studs and the crazy, you know, the crazy vibe. And, for example, Toxic Vision, you know, is, is something I love. I can own her. Anyway, really cool heavy metal clothes designer. She, she also makes stuff for Behemoth. Uh, oh, wow. But she also has okay. yeah, but she also has the Judas Priest like leather jackets that she just makes for you know people that, that like that stuff and that style. Uh, yeah. yeah, she's doing she has yeah, she's great at that. Uh, it's really cool. So if you don't never heard about it, check it out. Um yeah, so um, yeah, so, so the, the, you know, I had kind of the complete picture. I could sing, I knew the style and I loved the old school stuff. So they were really looking for someone that had it all. <laughs> and it was kind of the difficult thing because they had other good singers, but you know they weren't really sure about the complete picture. And um, when they found me, they were like, you know what? Um, this could be it, let's invite her for the audition. And uh, yeah, then it all happened pretty quickly because the festivals were coming up and yeah, they wanted to have the new singer ready for the festivals. So I was really stressed while preparing it. I had to do it in a pretty short time, but uh, yeah, it was pretty cool, you know, and knowing that this was going to happen and yeah.
0: How did you feel in those moments when you were auditioning for the band?
2: Oh, I was totally uh, dead, kind of. Like, hanging on, hanging on the edge. (laughs) Uh, Because I hate auditioning in general. It just makes me way too nervous. And the horrible thing is, uh, you know, uh, auditioning on itself is horrible for me. I just can't do it. I mean, I can, but it it won't be as good as anything else I will do, you know, with my voice because I'm too nervous. And, of course, for example, if I go on stage, I have a little bit of tension, but um, auditioning is just... Yeah, I don't know why, but I just, oh, I can't handle the stress. Anyway, so I totally fucked up the audition, but they were like, okay, you heard that you can actually do things. Um, so we trusted we'll be okay, let's just continue. Right. <laughs> so I was... Uh, Yeah, I was kind of lucky with that, that they understood and had trust because, um, yeah, I was nervous. Plus, I didn't have that much time to prepare because at that moment they asked me to join. I, yeah, I was so busy with work and with other things that I didn't really train my voice well enough anymore. So I was really fighting my own voice instead of, you know what I mean? I was really trying to build it back up again um but yeah it it all turned out good in the end so i'm really happy now but i yeah i of course i was super excited about it uh but i never really joined uh joy but i I never really enjoyed doing an audition in general and this was certainly a really special and cool experience but also really nerve-wracking so but yeah
0: well thank you Thank you for being open about that. Uh, We appreciate when individuals like yourself share moments like that, because there are a lot of people that might have run into the same circumstances or might be on the fence about doing things because they feel a lot of nerves or because they, whatever it may be, right? right? It, it feels, uh, Laura, like those moments and whenever you're auditioning might be a little harder because it, don't you feel like you it's like having a microscope on you?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: it's, yeah.
1: It's, un, it's an uncomfortable feeling.
0: <laughs> it's yeah. uncomfortable. If, I you mean, know
1: what, dude, if you think about it, like an audition is a separate thing. It's a separate thing. And if it's its own thing like it's it's not quite a it is a performance but it's also you know it's its own kind of like environment and it's its own yeah
2: i, I can't yeah. handle the that part where people you know people are paying their focus or paying all their attention on you yeah it's for mm. me it's uh that's the part that stresses me out yeah and also the idea is that you know that that little moment is going to decide what's going to happen you know what I mean you can yeah it it was just um I never had that I think before I mean maybe I did I can't really remember that much but um I had so much tension that even um something happened like with my ears you know there's some muscles there um on the inside or something that pulled it shut And and don't ask me how, but normally when you sing or talk, you know, you can put fingers in your ears and you can hear yourself talking inside. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can even you don't have to be able to sing to try it. You know, you can just uh, (laughs) put your fingers in your ears and you can hear yourself when you talk. But I was so tense that actually something shut that sound off. So I couldn't even hear what I was doing. (laughs) that, That was really, really horrible. So I totally, like a hundred percent ruined my voice during the audition because I couldn't hear myself it was so weird you're and, and of course if you're huh?
1: you were just like going for it like full like you were just you said you lost your voice was, in the end
2: I kind of blasted my voice because I couldn't hear what I was doing yeah it's like oh, wow. you're all of a sudden you're deaf and you're still have to sing it's really weird it, yeah. it, it's also I mean if you're doing it if I would have to sing in a room it will it, you know in a normal room without a band I think it would have been okay but um, the thing is, I, I, you know, when you sing with a band, you kind of either rely on in-ears or on the sound you get from, you know, from what you're hearing from inside your head when you sing. And yeah, that was gone now. (laughs) Anyway, let's talk about something more fun. Yeah. Well,
0: again, um, thank you for sharing it because you're going to help a lot of people
2: yeah you're gonna help
0: a lot of people around the world that again are going through the same thing and to hear oh laura oh laura it went through the same thing i go through you know it's gonna mean something to them
1: i just feel compelled to say i find it fascinating like i find it well first off again to echo ryan like i appreciate you being so willing to like be open and share this stuff because it's so valuable (laughs) um but like does it feel like does it seem like I mean, you must have been aware, right, how important it was. And it's almost like there's this balance of energies where it's like, because of all the great things that were going to come this way, like come your way because of this thing. It seems like there was like an opposition that had to be there almost to like, I don't know if it's something we have to fight through, push through. But I always feel like in those big moments in life, there's always going to be some kind of opposing force. It's almost like the universe oh, balancing yeah. itself out in some
2: way you know i don't know
1: maybe i'm too yeah that's
2: kind of that was kind of how it felt like i think yeah. <laughs> the, la- um,
0: the last thing i'll ask you on about this and we'll move on <laughs> is um right. do you have any advice for people yeah. that have an audition coming up or that suffer well, from that that would might help them yeah, through if-
2: if you know that you hate auditions like me, <laughs> yeah, the best thing you can do is prepare as well as you possibly can because the more secure you feel about what you're doing, the less nerve you will have eventually. So um, yeah, you can do it voice technically, you know, you can kind of figure out, you know, to the every point, like what you're doing exactly. So, um, so you have as much to hold on to that you possibly can. So, for example, you know, technically, if you're singing, it could matter how loud you sing. So you could kind of give a number to it, how loud you are singing. And sometimes, if you sing too loud, it will be a problem. You know, so you have to know the maximum volume, for example. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the right. things you could do. And yeah, I mean, have a good night's sleep because uh, you know, sleep yeah. is. Uh, so important pick, so. <laughs> it's
1: so important i so appreciate you saying that it's so important especially if trying to track yeah. vocals all day the next day you gotta sleep yeah there's been <laughs> it, it's track anything there been but, plenty
0: know. of nights where i stayed up all night yeah, because Ryan. i just couldn't get to sleep for one reason or another and the next day you
1: definitely feel it because you're writing endless harassment about it because i would absolutely harass you okay (laughs) but you do you feel it like you feel it even when your partner isn't like you know giving you a hard time (laughs) (laughs) tell us a little bit about the
0: the music that you take part in, in the writing process or the music that you write yourself um What's your main inspiration for that stuff? Is it just daily life? Is it a certain imagery that you want to portray? Or is it always something different?
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, um, with Dance with the Devil, with that album, so the previous album, uh, I kind of went with the flow because I always get the track sent to me by Romana. She writes the music and then I'll try to figure out what would fit, you know, lyric wise. Um, so yeah, that one was just kind of going with the flow with how the music inspired me and maybe some ideas are written down, you know, and then I would have a look what I thought would, would be cool. But for uh, this album, uh, we kind of went with a the team. So we chose uh, one of the first songs that we wanted to Nail was the, the ID was the Witch of the North, and uh, you know, maybe uh, Norse mythology, druids, or whatever. So, I, I was like, Yeah, but so, so that was Romana's uh, uh, idea for, for this album because they did it before with Hexenhammer, that was also like a themed album, or uh, so I was thinking, uh, it sounds really cool, but who is she? <laughs> who is the witch of the North? I have no idea, to be honest. Um, and, and, you know, no one did. <laughs> so I tried, uh, I, I did some research because I just was really curious. Does there actually exist a witch of the North? But I, I did find out that um, there are goddesses in Norse mythology that give powers to witches. And I thought that was very cool. So I took, eventually I took Freya as the witch of the North. And that's also cool because she's the goddess also of love and war so it's pretty metal so uh yeah it it all fit that so uh, i was really happy because i did like all these norse mythologies you know so then i just took a lot of all the stories in the norse mythology as inspiration
1: that's really cool well that's (laughs) powerful stuff i mean the norse mythology is we still have it around for a reason yeah
2: yeah Mm-hmm.
1: we were just watching The Mighty Thor last yeah. night so.
2: oh cool <laughs> yeah yeah nice movie
1: it feels like yeah. metal is a way like metal has a way like we can pull from these really powerful almost archetypal like sources and mm-hmm. you can do that with metal in a way that you can't do just about anywhere else I, that I in any kind of like entertainment form like a, a, you talk about the theatrics again it's like There, there's a connection there to like our ancient past that I see, because, you know, in my mind, and I bring this up a lot, you know, you can check off this list, but the about our ancestors, like they sat around campfires
0: and campfire things.
1: But another thing that really was a big part of how ancient humans existed was like there were certain festivals during times of years, but they all come together and, and there'd be a lot of stuff that happened. One of those things would be music um and there was theatricism mm. built into this there was a whole you know it was very much it reminds i'm going uh, i'm sorry
0: to interject here yes Is theatricism a word i don't know
1: i, <laughs> I can't i can't make up words on the fly english is not exactly my first language man so is it
0: theatricality
1: <laughs> theatricality I, is probably the word i just don't want you to keep saying it you don't want me to keep... okay thank you thank you yeah. for correcting me i really appreciate the fact <laughs> when you do that and and okay. never stop never stop doing that but you know what i'm saying like the 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 there's this whole element of i'm sorry i didn't need to do that (laughs) that derailed your thought i'm I'm, I'm so on it dude there's this whole element of these these symbolism there's this like mythology that i feel like metal can tap into this is i've I've literally just like recently that i'm having these thoughts about that because i was so against Man, you know i was so against it i was so wrong
0: laura he's ah! he's, he's (laughs) he's saying he's Turn to the dark side. Pretty much,
1: yeah, yeah. He's embracing the metal now. Yeah, man.
0: And you see how happy he is about it because
1: (laughs) he's finally, he's finally
0: understanding that energy you were talking about.
2: Oh, I can hear that evil laugh also.
0: uh. (laughs) It's already coming out, Laura. You hear that?
2: The sinister
0: laugh. That's from the metal he's been listening to.
2: I have no
1: idea what you folks are talking about. (laughs)
2: yeah yeah I do think now I think about it it actually I think that the cool thing about these um, especially old times if you think about it people were always trying to um, explain the the unexplainable you know what? or is that unexplainable anyway so but that's I guess um, it's such a cool thing for metal because then yeah, there's also a lot of chaos in the sounds, I guess. So it's, yeah, it fits.
1: <laughs> yeah, that chaos energy is fun, though, isn't it?
2: Like yeah, it can exactly, be used. Like the, yeah. The unexplainable and the uncontrollable, I guess. It's, yeah. It's a big part of uh, of the scene. Yeah. I've
1: it's never heard true. it put that way, but oh my God, I love that. The inexplainable and the uncontrollable. You
0: know, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, hmm. We were we've talked about different aspects of music and I know a little earlier we were talking about like, what is it about the metal drums that set them apart and you can't really put it into words. There's a lot of things in music that are mysterious. It's like when you, <laughs> when you hear it, you know it, but if you ask, if you, if you're asked to explain it, it can be difficult. Mm-hmm and that's that's part of what makes it awesome is being involved in something that's on that level
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it is bigger than yeah. oneself you know it's we're tapping in like m- musicians can tap into this eternal source and bring something <laughs> very anxious you know oh,
2: okay. Okay. very anxious ancient ancient. source <laughs> that's what it is you yeah, know because yeah,
1: yeah. you better believe that it's true before they were recording t- before they were scribbling out little lines on those clay tablets there were people with these drums okay and they were doing that thing with the drums <laughs> that was happening from yeah. eons but like before language even i just were like, you there I mean, no man maybe i was okay. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> how do i how can i trust it's you a good, i can't really good question i don't know everything have what
2: came first? What came first is a good question there. They actually believe um I read a little bit into anthropology, and sometimes oh. they uh they believe it could help for people that were musically able, for example, to be good at hunting together because you have to work together and you have to be part of a team. And um, yeah, they believe that musically gifted people are probably <laughs> have a bigger chance of survival because of that in societies it's it's kind of a funny a funny theory
1: <laughs> that's interesting I, I don't think it's that funny i think it's brilliant you like, know what fascinating um, yeah. it
0: might it might have to it's like when you make music with someone you understand them on a level that you never would otherwise right this like is, is why connection. i take all your trash
1: talk because i understand you still love me bro. the connection nice. uh, <laughs> sweet 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 Sorry, i derailed you. I am sweet yeah you're you right you're you're di- no this is not in
0: dispute this is not in i dispute. appreciate you saying you're that sweet all right good even though everyone already knows <laughs> it but... no I, I laura i think you uh, know what i mean like when you write music with people and you perform music with people you the the kinship and the bond there is something you probably can't get any other way and i could see how if you had that and then you went out to hunt some wild beasts it might go a little better
2: yeah <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah, yeah i guess that's the idea and yeah, that's why they it's a theory of course but but it's one of the theories that uh that it would help and uh, but the other the other thing is yeah of course maybe a kind of an obvious one because you see animals make sounds more often of course when they want to have sex and actually it's funny because they think yeah. or they they noticed you know they did some research and they noticed that musicians are usually making music in their most um, sexual active years, so to speak. So it kind of goes together with, you know, fertility. It's it's also something that, you know, that plays a part, I guess, but okay. You know, that's, that's <laughs> but
0: extremely interesting, Laura. They, they
1: were literally fertility festivals. Like, oh yeah, this is that's what also happened. Thing, yeah. Like, this is all connected like i find this really cool like i I, it's so it explains all the love songs you know (laughs) yeah and your heart beats in rhythm everyone's heart beats in a rhythm you know
2: also oh yeah that's also one of the things that yeah there's so many things to say about it yeah that's also a thing i had to say that
0: is that why certain artists hit an advanced age and they don't quite have the same (laughs)
2: <laughs> it factor, maybe. I don't know.
1: I don't know, man. Ozzy's still got it.
0: Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does still got it.
1: Like, we heard him record, like, his just the last couple of years. Some of these
0: yeah, he let an album out. It was either last year or the year before, and it was solid.
1: Solid. Yeah.
0: Maybe That's... he is Iron Man.
1: He really is. <laughs> maybe he is
0: an exception to the rule there,
1: <laughs> but. Uh it's so connect, like music is so connected to our humanness in ways that it's difficult, like that completely go outside of culture. And, and it like connects us cross-culturally to all around the world. Like people get, people who get the stuff about music, they just, it doesn't seem to matter where they come from or anything. Like it, it just, there's a connection there. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, for example, for example, or when we Watch you perform or listen to your music, does it matter that you're from the Netherlands? No. <laughs> There's some music. people.
2: Some people actually comment. I think it's very funny, and they say, "What? Another good singer from the Netherlands?" And then they, they're not interested anymore. <laughs>
1: I apologize that we all kick ass. You know what do you want to do? What else are we supposed yeah, to do with I, our time? I
2: mean, it probably just coincidence. But yeah, it's kind of funny. Oh,
1: I was yeah. wondering
2: about if there is any logic to it but I can't really think of any to be honest
0: (laughs) yeah there you know
2: actually we don't have like that much money for culture I mean we do Mm. you know there is there was money for culture but the last year it was actually a little bit less you know what I mean so um, for example I I noticed uh, for example Finland at the moment is actually having a lot of money for culture and I think you can hear that but Uh, I'm not really sure about the Netherlands, but maybe we're, you know, because we're, um, yeah, maybe because we're a rich country anyway, it's kind of okay. I don't know. I really don't know. I've been thinking about it, but I really don't know. (laughs) Anyway.
1: I think in a lot of ways, the culture is, well, the powers that be, I'll say Um, music is used and it's consumed and not really given the full weight I think there's a lot of downplaying in the culture on the value of music and like, yeah. well, here in, Amer- here in America, I, I don't know, just like this whole idea of the job and like, yeah, but what's your, what's your real job? You know, like you're, oh, you're a musician, but what's, that's your hobby. What's your real job?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. You know, no, that but that's almost everywhere, I think. But yeah, yeah. yeah it's right. weird, yeah, right? That's, that's the same. Uh, yeah. That's also a thing I read in this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here we go again with my anthropology. Yeah. Um, so I tried to study this for half a year and then I, I quit, but that's why, I guess. Uh, but um, yeah, actually, normally culture is only developed when countries are rich enough. So that basically you yeah. you got to have time for all the extras. Yeah. So I mean, it's, yeah, so it is kind of a thing. And of course, uh, of course, it, it can happen when you're not super rich. I mean, I'm not saying there isn't any music in uh in poor countries but there's just less I guess less focus on it because of that of course yeah that's that's the sad thing you kind of need money to do art (laughs) so I guess I you know this is why people always say yeah it's just I think it is really really ingrained in a lot of societies you know all parents always want their kids to do right and you always need some you know job to earn money and I guess, unless there is a culture established enough to say, hey, you can actually earn money with this or that, you know, it just doesn't really happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest about it. Parents, why are you always holding us down?
1: Right. We want to <laughs> play
0: metal. We want to so rock, rock out. Just let us do it, please. I
1: about to rock. Um- <laughs> sorry about that i don't know where that don't be that was fantastic uh and also i really appreciate you sharing again these things from say this anthropology study that you make because i i think it it's important like it's part of the art like it's all part of the art in my mind like everything you consume and everything that you take in as a human being is part of what makes you up like and when you express yourself in music it's all part of that process right yeah I think though the way I look at it and we actually had this conversation with a friend yesterday it was like what day at- is it I don't remember <laughs> it's the day before yesterday or something like that it, time is meaningless in the void but the the thing the thing the takeaway here for this, this little glimmer that I was so impressed with is he said how like the, you know we have more like at our beck and call than the kings and queens of old like the poorest among us in these developed countries for example we have like at a touch of a button you know just like access mm-hmm. to things that the richest people in eons past these kings they couldn't even dream of like we're like gods to them in terms of yeah like what's... It's,
2: uh, it's definitely uh, really easy <laughs> i think compared to back in the days
1: <laughs> like this it's, it's weird dichotomy yeah. it's like there's a lot of pressure from mainstream and culture and all the things that the 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 well, the dinosaurs, you know, the powers of be what used to be mainstream media. The dinosaurs. Yeah, like that's, that's last century. Like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna yeah, say that's it. Long back. Talk about anthropology, <laughs> but I just the the old the legacy media. I think is the proper term for it. It's 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 gone out. It's gone with the who really that cares that much about cable news these days. No offense, cable news, we love you, but like, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> you realize you're like who quote Who cares about cable news? Cable
0: news, we love you." Do you, like
1: how, do you like how I can simultaneously like trash an entity and they still love me? They still, I could talk all the smack. I want you, right? You still love me. Do you see, we still can do this thing, man. Um, but yeah, like legacy media. I just find that, that this stuff we're talking about in my humble opinion, <laughs> it really does. Like it cuts deep for me. I really like to, I really appreciate you willing to go here with the anthropology connection because i really anyway i I lost my train of thought ryan would you say laura bringing
0: out thank you laura nice nuggets of wisdom really you get me excited Uh, (laughs)
1: fun
0: some nice yeah i always
2: i always think too much like i overthink too you know what i mean so it's kind of uh if you ask me a question i always for some reason like i always have to answer seriously i don't know why but yes (laughs) yeah
0: that's a good thing um, yeah. I, know, I know some people I understand like being a person who is the same way, overthinking can sometimes come back around and be a bad thing for you, like because it can yeah, be anxiety yeah sometimes sometimes it is I guess, but in general, I think it's it's a good place to operate to wonder why things are the way they are or wonder why. Just wondering why is okay. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, 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 It's
0: okay, it's a good thing. Like, you, you probably wouldn't be where you're at as successful um, as you are if it weren't f- for that, right?
2: Yeah, well, um, I wonder sometimes if it's actually, uh, I mean, even while learning to sing, I had to know why, I had to know how, how some things worked because if I just, you know, I kind of got stuck Uh, in the learning process if someone didn't explain me more you know what I mean so I kind of also need it or something but yeah some people don't and I'm always surprised about people that don't they just copy it and they're like yeah oh now I can do it and I'm like (laughs) you know but yeah yeah but anyone's I think everyone learns different but Yeah, yeah
1: that's so true and you'll never no one can ever truly master music either like there's always oh, yeah. there's no ceiling. There's no ceiling with music.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a really funny thing that I think one of the most fun things someone ever told me about music is that you you kind of uh, <laughs> you kind of learn to be playful, but kind of also within the rules. But yeah, also you try to then again be playful. It's kind of like a contradiction there. But
1: yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, okay. So, excuse me, Ryan. (laughs) Why are you saying excuse? Because I know what you're going to say after I bring up Alan Watts. But Alan Watts, he's famous. He's an English uh, man. He was an English person. He was famous for sort of explaining Eastern thought to Western minds. And he talks about this concept of play on demand, which is what you're talking about. (laughs) Quiet, Ryan. I mean, I really, it's fun. I like this. Okay. But so, like, the whole idea is like an artist has to learn to, like, play on demand, like, on an appointment like flip the switch talk about that audition yeah that's you're exactly what you're talking about that is exactly it Oh yeah. think about a little kid uh around the family the whole family all gets together for a big feast and then the grandparents say now go play like you know uh, like, exactly and, and then the kid doesn't want to do it because it's like i don't want to be told to do it like no i i want to just play you know funny yeah. like it's like you have to learn to tap into this well it's like you talked about the the un what how did you say it the the unknowable or the uncontrollable it's like you have to learn to tap into that chaos somehow
2: <laughs> i guess yeah i yeah. think it's part of it yeah so, hey i have a, i have a thing to um, a serious uh, serious question <laughs> at uh, i think in a few minutes i'm actually expected at another interview
0: that's fine yeah um, okay great <laughs> how much how much time do you have
2: I got minus two minutes.
0: All right. Okay, well,
2: Yay! <laughs> just um,
0: tell our beautiful listeners how to find you, how to, how right. to find your, your music, and where would you direct them?
2: Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Burning Witches, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You know kind of the usual places but i guess um yeah it's always easiest to stay up to date and you know via facebook and we're also going to do a live stream for the release of the witch of the north the 28th of may so that's pretty cool be there
0: (laughs) mark it on the calendar people
2: mark it on the calendar mark it on the 28th of May. so thank you very much for having me it was fun
1: yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, anything else you want to you feel inspired to share with our beautiful listeners? Any words, any final words of wisdom that, that you feel inspired to, to give us?
2: Um, just play, I guess. And, oh, I love uh, that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just play. We'll tell you what we're going to do, Ryan. There's only one way we can we can send Laura off here with the proper Popper percent off here And that's to To rock out with her here Folks you know where to find us Just be wild and free Wild and free baby Let's do this We love y'all bye We are here
0: Inside the sound For night. We can't be bothered We have the Time to